When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hashtag no music, no intro. Man. Second season doing the hashtag sings Twitter podcast in the books. In the books. First ever 18-week. So 18-game or 17-game, 18-week season in the NFL. And I feel like for the same season... It had to end like this, right? Like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> it had to go like this in terms of the Saints win convincingly over the Falcons, blow them out, which felt great, was amazing. Oh, it did, man. We'll, we'll dive into the game more, but the fact that the, the Rams, and I just – I don't know, man. 2018, like I just didn't, I didn't even feel right rooting for them. Like it was more like if they beat the Niners, it was cool. But like, was I going to be like outwardly rooting for them to beat the Niners? I couldn't bring myself to do it, bro. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. But for them to go up, was it 17, 17, zero. 17, zero. And we were tweeting about like, there were tweets coming about it before the, you know, the, the afternoon game started. Anytime the Saints need some help in regards to playoffs, bro. This just don't happen, man. It does not happen. David Blau against the Packers, the Seahawks against the 49ers last year when they were trying to clinch the number one. <laughs> just, it's been like that for years. Even doing like the Hazlitt era. It's always that way, bro. It just it doesn't happen. So I was watching that game. The Niners came back. So the 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 Rams were up. 24 to 17, bro. Well, like a minute left in the game. <laughs> and at this point, the Saints and Falcons game is in hand, bro. Like, <laughs> in hand. When I saw that, when I saw that, I'm like, oh shit, I know how this goes. Knew how it was gonna go, bro. It was a funny juxtaposition in, in the household. Cause I'm downstairs watching the game. Got the 82 inch set up, watching Ooh. the Saints game, you know. Got the Fox 4K just looking beautiful. And up here, my girl is watching. My girl is, is, a, is a 49ers fan. So she's watching Red Zone in the bedroom, TV in the bedroom. The stream in the bedroom is a little, like five seconds ahead of the stream and the stream downstairs for whatever reason. Just It just is. So I heard her rooting. And I, and I was just like, ah, here we go. Here it is. <laughs> it is. And 
it, it just dawned on me that one, a, a defense that has Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, they, could, they couldn't get a stop, bro. Like they, they couldn't get a stop against. When they Jimmy had Garoppolo. to get a stop, they couldn't get a stop. Couldn't get a stop. Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, playing with torn ligaments in his thumb. Don't even know why he was playing, but he's playing. He's played playing played pretty well. Let him down there, scored a touchdown. Goes to overtime. Niners get the football. Niners go down the field. Rams hold him to a field goal. And Patrick Claybon, before they kicked off the ball to the Rams, he tweeted, Saints fans, how y'all feeling about this drop? I quote tweeted it, Ryan, before it even happened. Play before it happened. I said, Matt Stafford about to throw an interception in this bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, of course, the, the Rams are trying to pick on a rookie cornerback Cornerback that the Niners drafted, he's kind of one-on-one against Odell. And it honestly, that interception felt like Baker Mayfield's whole career in Cleveland, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just, let's, let, let's force the ball down there to Odell for whatever reason. And I even said afterwards, I was like, they had like a minute and 30 left. Like, they could have matriculated that ball down the field. Like, why yeah. the shot play? Like, it just oh my God. made no sense. Because all they, all they needed, you know, what, what made no sense, it gets intercepted. And I was like, my, you know, you know how it is in Saints Twitter. Like, the Saints fans are just, like, adding the Rams and calling. I'm like, like, have y'all not seen this season? Like, this is, this is, <laughs> this completes the circle. Like, this is it. <laughs> this is it, bro. And, you know, uh, uh, Andrew Huda said it best, man. He was like, you know, girls, what you think? This just felt right. It just felt right. It, the Saints in the season, they won nine games. They fought hard until the end. You know, they didn't go out like some bitches. It, you know, but they're a beat-up team, bro. Just a beat-up. Even in this game, yeah, Taysom Hill, likely, you know, when he's going to be, he wasn't going to be, if we did make the playoffs, he wasn't going to be able to play with a, this Frank injury. It's Frank, bro. So, which is what he had in co- our college that, you know, really kind of messed up his career in college. Um, so, you know, but, you know, they ended up defense fought their fucking ass off, bro. I just was, whoo, I was sweating him, bro. bro. Just proud of him. Pulse, pulse in the Debo. Oh, that's me, bro. Odell Beckham type interceptions. You heard me? I was like, man, you know, Cam, uh, Cam Jordan getting his 23rd sack on Matt Ryan, you know, most sacks. A player has a one quarterback in history. Um, you know, just fight, man. And Marcus you know. Davenport. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say on the pod, bro. I'm gonna say it right now. Oh, uh, 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 uh. I'm gonna call Marcus Davenport, bro. Don't do it. Oh, I'm about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> he did a point. He go. He go get that. He go. He go get that green. That green Excel. <laughs> Let, let's see what happens in training camp and see what happens in week one if he out there, bro. He going to show up on that PUP, bitch. <laughs> just him, DeMar, and I, I, if you if you just pull up, and we have plenty of time to do this, so we're not going to do it now, right? But if you just pull up the the people that are going to be free agents for the Saints, mm. this, you know, this is a coming thing. 
there's five names that stood out, right? The first name was Tehran. It goes Tehran, Marcus Williams, PJ, Quan, and Jameis. And I and I tweeted it, and, and Eric, who that homo, took the screenshot. He put it on, put it on Twitter. I said, if you could bring back, if you can bring back PJ, Quan, extend Marcus, and bring back Jameis, and let Teron walk, I think in terms of you know your own, I think you've started the off season off the correct way. I agree. I, I agree 100%. Because I, I, Quan got to be back, bro. Like, he just – Yeah. He, he has to be back. Got to be back, man. Work that deal out. But I, I I hate this for Taysom because I tweeted it early in the game, and then, of course, you know, I, I just stopped fucking tweeting stuff, bro. But, like, I felt like this was Taysom's best game that he's played as a Saint, like, when he was – he Easy. like the, the like he had, like that first drive. I was like, "Where the fuck has this been?" Well, I was like, "Where is the, what is this offense here?" Like Sean was in his bag the whole drive, bro. I was like, "What?" <laughs> it just felt like you know, dude in Jurassic Park when he saw a fucking brontosaurus for the first time. Glasses <laughs> off, you, <Dude>, bro. <laughs> uh... It was it was beautiful to see. I thought I thought Taysom looked. Poise, he was hitting people accurately and on time. Like Taysom has played well in spurts. Like he, I know the, the first two Atlanta games last season, but this game, I was like, he looks good. Not like not good for Taysom, just good. I was like, like damn. I was like, all right. And so as a as a fan, and he's been through so much this season. Like as you know, I know there's wide varying opinions on Taysom. At the end of the day, he's a good football player. He might not be the best quarterback, but in terms of a football player, he's a damn good football player. So for him yeah. to get that list, Frank, like that, that sucks. That sucks. Man. That sucks, man. You know, sucks for him. Smart dude, though, for getting that contract, uh, getting that out of the way. So, you know, kind of finesse kind of the Saints a little bit. Finesse, because they, uh, they didn't have to pay him. They really didn't have to, but hey. Hey, we're the Saints. We're the Saints. We're good, you know, a good, kindly team. So, um, but yeah, I do feel for him because you know, I mean, that's a tough injury, bro. You know, it is, especially so, for what it, he what he even if he goes back to his jack of all trades role, like it's it's hard, like because that's a list. Technology's gotten better. It's when you back in the day when a player got like a football player got a list break injury, like that was their career. It was oh done. yeah, it was over. Done. So, modern medicine has really progressed because now it's not a like a, a quote unquote death sentence for someone's career, but it still does suck for him to get it. You know, we saw finding Nemo make making plays or well, make mm-hmm. make a play, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as a Saints fan, obviously we're not going to the playoffs. I think what you take from this game is how. For what we saw of this team against the Falcons, what can we take into this offseason going into ne- next season in terms of what they have as a team? And so I saw so, so some things off the bat, right? Ryan Ramchek comes back, and maybe, maybe it was the Atlanta defense being soft and, and pudgy in the middle or whatever, bruh. But that run game was, was cranking it out today. And it was. 
Maybe, maybe, maybe when you have an all pro missing at right tackle, it changes you know, things. It changes things. Um, and I a hundred percent, hundred percent agree that you cannot go into every season thinking you're going to have a great defense every year in the NFL. The variance is just too hot, right? Too hot. But, ugh, but I do think you at least know as a, as a fan and as an organization, we have a good to at times great defense. Uh-huh. If we can get the offense from being bottom of the league ish to at least just middle of the pack. And I feel like we're having the same discussion we used to have for the Saints offense, but like in reverse, uh-huh. bro, <laughs> like, cause you, you have a chance. Like I, I know this season, the ups and downs, they be, they manhandled the Packers week one. Packers have the number one seed. They swept the Bucks. Swept the Bucks, bro. Swept them. Beat the Bucks one time this season and didn't score a single touchdown. Shut them out. Shut them out. Shut them out. And I know a lot of Saints fans looking back to that Giants game. Although, man, Joe, Joe Judd ran a fucking quarterback sneak today. Oh, I saw it. Third and eight. Third <laughs> He read it, and I and I was like, we we really lost it. Like I get why. Like if you want to know why we're not in the playoffs, it's that game, bro. It's that, that game. game. That game. That one. That one there. That one. You gotta win those. You have to. Have to. Um. But what what did you take away from the se- the season finale for this season? I just felt like, you know, this is probably one of the first season endings where it's not really utter disappointment. I mean, you know, no, they don't make the playoffs and it was a tough season and this and that. But I, I you know, I, I come up, you know, it's, you know, expectations were already low, you know what I'm saying? And just to get to this point and just to finish the way they finished, they finished strong. I don't know, man. It just, it just feel like this team doesn't have that fault. They got a lot of work to do. They got a lot of work to do, but it's not that it's not crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they need to, but they they the one of the most important positions is what they need to solve, and that's quarterback. And right now, Ian Book is the only healthy quarterback on the roster. You know, um, so they are forced in this offseason to find an answer. Everybody like bring James back. I agree. Like I, I would love to have James back, but he has one. He has to come back, and two, he's coming off an ACL injury. It, 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 it feels like deja vu, bro. Because it feels like last last season, last season when Drew retired. Like yes, James did come back right eventually, but like there was just like some fore, foregone conclusion that it was going to happen, and you know, no one, no one signed him. He came back, whatever. Um, I think the mood around the NFL and teams are different now in just in regards to what it shocked me. But the, the caveat here is the injury, right? The torn yeah. ACL like changes a lot. Like he was just, he was just a free agent and he yeah. played out the season, you know, might've been difficult to bring him back. But with that injury, like, can I see like a team like the Steelers were really going out and just like throwing him like the bank to be like, a stopgap quarterback, I, I couldn't see it. I can't see it. 
No, no. Honestly, it'll be up to him. But, you know, the Steelers could say, look, we'll give you this incentive-laden contract, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, you know, you can make upwards of 25 to $30 million if you start the whole season or blah, 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 blah. Then maybe that would be more enticing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it wouldn't be hard for a team to do that and hedge their bets and draft somebody and stuff like that. But at least to get him, get a quarterback like Jameis locked up early. You know, so, I mean, it's, it's, so Saints got to just kind of be careful about it, you know, and not assume. It's like, oh, Jameis, that's our guy. You love it here. You know, we'll get him signed whenever. You know what I'm saying? They got to be careful how they play that. They do. Uh, they do. But, you know, but still, even with Jameis, it's like this quarterback position, man, it's like just that's the main thing, man. They got to figure that shit out. And you got all the skills that you made it through the season pretty much without offense. Like, with no offense, you've made it through the season and won nine games. How wild and, is that, bro? And it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. I mean, no thousand-yard receivers. You know, that the receiver situation affected Alvin Kamara's production because um, he just saw loaded boxes and teams could just tee off and, uh, you know, just – that's all he had to do was worry about 41. So he couldn't really get funky like he likes to do. Um, so it's just it's a lot of work, man. That just that just after this, after the season ended, I just was like, like catch your breath, but like, man, let's get to work. Like I'm ready to work. I, I just wish I was like a part of the team. I wish I had like a Saints. <laughs> I was an official Saints scout, man. Like, let's do this, man. Like, this should be exciting, you know, for like the scouts and the uh, you know, uh, Jeff Ireland and all that shit. Because, man, it's like, it's not like you rebuild. It's not like you the Jaguars Mm-mm. or, you know, you know, just just some bottom rung team. They're just giants that's just aimless, don't know where to go. Got a good defense here. You got a team that just won nine games, man. You just need to get more explosive on offense, more consistent on offense. Um, and just and just see where that takes you. That's all. I mean, so taping this podcast, the Saints are either going to be picking 17th overall in the draft or 18th overall in the draft with the Raiders win. <clears throat> Excuse me, if the Raiders win um, against the Chargers tonight. And I, I'm not I'm not dialed into this draft. I don't know anything about it. But I would think that that 17 to 18 range, if they wanted to get a receiver, like that's the perfect range of like if you want to draft Chris Olave from Ohio State, like, I think that that's, like, the perfect place to be in a draft order J- just to get somebody in that can contribute that you – like, you know what Chris Olave is. Like, if, I mean, I'm not a big draft person. Well, I, I am. But if you've watched college football over, like, the last couple of years, like, you know who Chris Olave is. Like, right. I think he is everything that we wanted Devin Smith to be. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I love Devin Smith. So love I think Devin he, Smith. Love him, bro. I think he's exactly what we wanted him to be. You know, I think he's going to be that in that in the pros. And you just add that, like, just his route running, add that to the offense. Right now, I, I, someone tweeted that Michael Thomas video of him from, like, 2020 or whatever it was, bro, and I, like, it was cool to see that, but I was like, I don't know if that guy exists anymore, man. Like, we don't know. We don't know. I don't know. That's what I said on a few podcasts ago. They just need to act like he doesn't exist. Got to. You know? 
Got to. Um, but they got to add – they have to add pieces on offense so that it is – you it, that it can compete. But all, it, they, they're in that slippery slope where you, they also kind of got to they, – they can't lose too many players on defense because you still have to hold, hold that at a level. And I know it's early, bro. I know the season just ended. No, it just ended. Can Peyton Turner do something next season? Please. 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 He's so vital. He is extremely vital. Russell. Because, because Cam Jordan, you know, he came on in these last couple of weeks, which I think, he, you know, kind of solidified himself that, you know, we, we don't need to move him next season or nothing like nope. that. No, he, 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 um, he first, <laughs> like, it was looking early in the season, like, we might have to cut Cam, make him a junior yeah. first cut, bro. But no, I think he's likely to be back. I'm going to be back. Um, two first, Davenport is who he is. You know, you might not get 16 games, 17 games out of him, but when he's there, he gives you a good quality start in defensive and, you know what I'm saying, play. Uh, but Peyton Turner would be the key because then you can really mix it up. You can push, push Cam inside, next time you might you can do, you know, you can do five-man lines, all type of shit. Um, so Thank crucial. You. It would make sure sure it's spicy, man. It would make sure it's spicy. Yeah, and, and, you know, and, man, just, you know, as bad as the 2020 draft was, you know, 2021 producing Werner and Don't Vax Me, those are huge pieces because, like, you have to keep infusing a little bit of young talent, even if your defense is good, or in any side of the ball. Right. You have to just sprinkle in young talent continually. And, you know, Werner showed that he's, you know, a solid linebacker. Don't vest it started the whole season, bro. Uh, like you remember, like, go listen to the podcast in August. And every the whole thing, like Sean Payton called the cornerback, the, the right cornerback. Must a need. Must, a must need. And Don't Vest me came up in there, kept his head down, played through training camp, uh, looked good all through preseason, started week one, held his own. And, he, and let's not forget, like, he pretty much kept Bradley Roby on the bench. Kept Roby on the bench after giving up a third round pick for Roby. And now, like now, they do, you know, do the Saints bring him back because they saved ten million if he walks or if he's traded? Man, that's a good question. <laughs> it's tough because you know we lose Malcolm Jenkins. Um, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying, bro. It, it, he, I'm just, I'm just pointing out like his play as a rookie cornerback the hardest position to play in all the sports mm-hmm. for hit you know he's got he got picked on sometimes you know he, mm-hmm. you know kind of you know let up gave up the big play in the first Falcons game gave up that big play in the Giants game got picked on but as the season went on he got better and better and like this this game yes. is just kind of the like the evolution of him right as, exactly. as, a, That's as a player that's exactly how I took it because I, I really thought about it this week. I thought about what this game means for Debo because when he allowed that big play to Cordell Patterson, which, you know, essentially clinched the win for the Falcons last, you know, the last time they played, I just wondered, it was like, what type of play is he? Is that, is that in the back of his mind? I just wondered, like, what, what's his mentality about something like that? And when he picked that ball off the day, that just told me, like, he was ready for Matt Ryan to target him. Yep. And Matt Ryan was targeting him. Matt Ryan was saying, 
I'm not worrying about Lattimore. Nope. I'm going at 29 all day. And 29 said, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not he, today. He, I'm ready he, gave up like, he gave up one, one kind of biggish, well, yeah, one uh, in, in terms of like the key of the moment of the game when it meant something. Yeah. He gave up like one big play. And after that, he just played outstanding. He almost had another yeah, amazing interception with oh, the over like the over the back thing. Like just yeah. So here's the thing. So okay, so we we give him props on Pete Warner. We gave him props on don't vax me as picks. Can we take that same scouting that we Ooh. that we got to identify defensive talent? And can we just flip that? What the, what, the, what the fuck happened to this team, bro? We used to suck at drafting defense. Couldn't find a cornerback if we prayed for it, bro. I think that's the Jeff Island factor, bro. I really do. <laughs> like, it's, say what you will. If you go, like, especially like kind of breaking down, breaking down the drafts since Jeff Island has come to the team, the team has invested a lot of resources in secondary players, whether uh-huh. it be safeties, cornerbacks, nickelbacks, whatever. A lot of resources. And those picks have hit. Like, even a player like Bon Bell, right? Bon Bell yeah. was, was a second-round pick. He, you know, had, he, he's kind of like P.J. Williams, and he just has a very good sk- yeah. skill, set, <laughs> skill set that yeah. is utilized. But if, if you ask him to do so, he's a, he's a starting safety in the NFL. Yeah. Like, so I just want to – The league on the defense. <laughs> I just want them to take that 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 odd that they have started locating for defensive defensive talent and just put that turn that bitch just turn the head turn that bitch head and look just, we know Sean Payton when he wants to he could he could scout the fuck out some offensive talent he can he he sees diamonds in the rough he sees things some people no, don't see no 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 I don't. That's, let me stop. I don't. I don't want diamonds in the rough, Ryan. I want. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about diamonds in the rough, but I mean players like Alvin Kamara. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like yes, players that might not be a number one overall pick. You know, they, a consensus number. Uh, you know, first round pick or whatever. But he could see talent. He could scout talent. You know what I'm saying? And they're gonna need that. Like they're not just the first round. They're gonna need second round, third round, fifth round. They're gonna have to use all these motherfucking picks. You know what I'm saying? They need two wide receivers. They need another tight end, you know. And let's not even talk about offensive line because to Ron walk out, you still got the bum Ruiz in there. <laughs> so that's two spots, you know. Maybe they could, maybe they could fill it in with what they got, you know, with Doc Martin, I and think, Will Clapp, and all that. Yeah, it's it's early, but like, if if you tell me who's the starting guards week one next season, I'm I'm I won't say it's going to peak. Pete and Doc Morton, bro. Like I really do, because he, he had another, that, he had another whiff that, like, I guess I didn't even notice it, like in in the scheme of the game, but like Twitter for sure noticed it. <laughs> just, just I, I, I don't, I don't get how I don't know. Just, a, just a terrible pick. Just an absolutely terrible, god awful, terrible pick. But <laughs> I gotta bring up, bro. What did Tom Montgomery do? Oh, Jesus. I just, I can't. I never did like him, though. Even with the, when he, when he was with Green Bay, I didn't like him. Always had something against this dude for some reason. I think it goes back to, he played with Stafford, right? Yes, I believe so. 
Yes. I remember, I think I remember calling him at Stanford. I just was like, something I just don't like about this guy. So maybe it's biased, but he just comes off <laughs> as a as a just a guy to me, bro. But oh, yeah, he is a, for sure just a jag. Yes. And, and but he for some reason he does a lot of things okay that he's able to convince coaches that he's like a a good jack of all trades type of player, but he's not good at anything. I'm like, what is he good at? What is he good at? Please explain it to me. You know, he makes Tavares Cadet looks good, bro. At least Tavares, you know what I'm saying? Tavares will catch the ball. Yes, yes. That's it. Like, he won't do anything. <laughs> he will run, stop at his, you know, at his rally point, catch the ball, and you're done. That's it. At least he do that. Like, Ty Montgomery don't even do that. He don't catch like do something, bro. You know he looks amazing. He cut. You know what I'm saying? You're like oh, he ain't there. Like running these stick routes and all that. But he don't do nothing. I can't stand him, bro. Get him off the fucking team, please. Oh. <laughs> um. It was. It was. It was great to see this. The Saints. Um in this game, you know, win this game in the fashion that they won this game. I'm pretty sure I maybe because I was going back and forth at this point between the Saints game and the Rams game. I don't think I don't think Kyle Pitts got that record, bruh. Like I don't, don't think he got it. Cause he was locked up by CD Deuce, bruh. Click click. CD wouldn't fuck with it today, bruh. No. <laughs> he was not. Um they what's your what's your thoughts on that? Like I remember during the draft, we were like, oh man, they tripping. What are your thoughts on the Kyle Pitts draft? So you know, fucking going, dumb, bro. Going past the quarterback. Just dumb. Sending dumb. You, out. I, you have the fourth overall pick in the draft. And what what people, this is what people were, were, were saying, were saying, they're like, well, you know, if Julio, because this is like the Julio trades. Stuff was, was was bubbling, right? Well, yeah. at least Julio's traded. Then, like you know, at least the the offense is still like com- competitive. And then you still got Calvin Ridley. And then you know you can you can cook with Calvin Ridley and, and Cal Pitts. And I was just like, like Matt Ryan, like when you have an opportunity as an NFL team to ha- to draft your successor to your fran- to your former franchise quarterbacks who's getting towards in the road. Like that opportunity was right in their face, and they drafted a tight end. And I, I, I said it during the draft process, bro. You can go back and listen to the podcast. I said Cal Pitts needs to be Jimmy Graham for this pick to to be justified. Yeah, and he like he's been good, and he's made some special he had a Pro Bowl plays. season. He yeah, a pro, he's in a Pro Bowl, so he, he had a Pro Bowl season. But it's like, nah, man. It's like it's what just, are we? And to see that the, basically it's already come out, like uh, Chris, or Chris Mortensen reported that Matt Ryan's coming back next season and they, the Falcons have no intention to trade in Matt Ryan. Y'all just throwing it out, bro. Bro, I was like, did Terry not just take notes? or just like, okay, this so we had Breeze and we didn't do shit. And then we got fucked when he retired. Like, is that what the Falcons, like he's just like, Copy paste and then boom. It's like now on a Falcons letter, like cover letter, bro. Like that just the exact same thing. They I should have. They could have had Justin Fields and just let him ride the bench this year and learn. 
You know, learned and then rolled out next season. You would have oh, Justin- Matt Jones. Mac Jones very similar to Matt Ryan. You know what I'm saying? Like very similar. It just it that that didn't make any sense. I love the fact that the the Panthers are bringing back Matt Rule for a third season. He he can drop a blueprint too, bro. <laughs> Oh, fucking volume three <laughs> coming. Just man, I just never forget. I remember this all season. Teddy was on a radio or something. Yeah, man, like, hey man, we didn't even practice too many drills or whatever. And he, everybody came out flaming. That rule was pissed. Like, oh, I, I'm just like Teddy was. Teddy was t- trying to tell y'all. Trying to- <laughs> Teddy was trying to tell y'all, man. This dude don't know what he's doing, man. Um, another thing, you know, we talking about the offseason. Another thing, I, so, someone in twi- someone on Twitter tweeted this about the Broncos. It was like, oh, the Broncos got the the ninth overall pick in the draft. You know, now that pick worked out for them well last season, last year. And I'm like, did it? <laughs> did it? You drafted a cornerback ninth overall. You passed on just like the Falcons. You passed on Justin Fields. You passed on Mac Jones. Now you still need a quarterback. And now you just fired your head coach. So did that pick really work out last? last and you still, you still that team looking for a, a, a quarterback. <laughs> so what are we doing? I don't know that. Maybe, maybe I feel like football is a lot easier than it than it is. Maybe. It's like I look at I looked at the Lions. I'm like, you know, I just watched them play Green Bay today. I'm like, damn. And, you know, Matt Stafford is who he was. You know what I'm saying? Like, he probably hit a glass ceiling about what he would do, you know, with the Lions. But it's like, now they just have the looking for a quarterback thing tied around their neck. Like, it's just it's yeah. just always going to be a thing. Like, you know, and, okay, and they, yeah, they got picks back and they got picks and this and that. Like, great, but quarterback. And, they're like, and they're, like, they're likely not to, like, they're not taking a quarterback with the first overall pick or, wait, the second, whichever right. pick. They're not taking a quarterback that high. So I guess that's a great way to say this, right? If you don't have a quarterback, look, just go look at all these playoff teams. Go look at all every single one of them, bro. Regardless of what regardless of what you feel about them, you know, you can you can name up all, all the ones in the NFC. Rodgers, Brady, Murray, Stafford, Dak. The only like outlier is Jimmy G and J- and, and Jalen Hurts. Like you, you you got if it's so hard to get to the dance in the NFL when not having a quarterback. And I mean, let's let's flip it over to the AFC, right? Tannehill, Mahomes. Uh, I don't, I don't even know who's playing. Tannehill, Mahomes. Josh Allen, Mac Jones, Burrow, and then I'm not big rape. I'm not putting on that list. And then either Derek Carr or um, Justin Herbert. So that's one out of the six. (laughs) So sweet saying all that to say this. Getting back to the whole Jameis thing. And I don't know if they're going to go a quarterback in round one. If they do, they you know it got to be someone that they that they identify and that they that they fall in love with. But 
I think this draft can be a gift and a curse, right? The the Pats got because I, I looked up last night. I was like, who who went fifth fifteenth overall last year? Because as of yesterday, I had the fifteenth overall pick, fucking Matt Jones. So now the Saints are you know the paint the Saints have the seventeenth pick, and this is a quarterback class that is not like last year's. I think we can all right. agree, not like last year's. So you're going to get quarterbacks that slide and fall in the draft or not fall. They just may not go as high as people think that right. quarterback should go. Right. And you may have maybe the first or the second best quarterback prospect fall lower than expected. And who knows, man, maybe the Saints may be in the position to feel like, you know what? He's our guy. We identified him. We're not going to get sniped like we did with Mahomes. Boom, trade up, go get your guy and go from there. But yeah. it's just, it's going to be fascinating. But a, a lot, I mean, I, I wish we could do just a podcast just to talk about what's going to happen tomorrow, bro. Black Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I love, I mean, I uh, don't love Black Friday, but you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, no. Nah, bro. Fuck it. I love it. Yep, you getting paid millions of dollars. You think I'm going to fucking? Oh, well, they have to relocate their kids. Who families? Fuck you. Suck my dick. <laughs> you know who else has to fucking relocate? People who are in the fucking military and they're getting paid a lot right. fucking less. Fuck or or literally all of us. Fuck. I had to relocate to Mobile, Alabama, bitch. <laughs> Don't get the fuck out of my fucking face. Fuck it. Fire them fuckers. I'll give two shits. Anyway, um, that's it. some shit can change, right? I feel like we we do need to talk about the the little blurb blurb that Alt Rear put out a couple of days ago. Uh, we got we got. I mean, hey hey man, same sort of podcast. We got we got to talk hey. about it. You know, do you just answer some some great puns? Like, no. And that when I read it, I didn't read it as Sean wanted to leave the Saints. It kind of just read more as maybe Sean's just tired, bruh. And as uh, he's been the head, he's been a head coach since 2016. Or sorry, 2006. So he he's accomplished a lot. He probably has two championships that he feels that he should should have. Probably feels like the same, we as a team should have three Super Bowls instead of one, but it is what it is. And you know, there's some talks of like maybe maybe there's a team out there that might right you know like want to trade for Sean, or may, if not. Maybe he doesn't want to coach. Maybe he wants to go the Drew Brees route at some point and go into broadcast. And, and you know, Outbreer did preface it. You know, he says his gut feeling is that he thinks Sean's going to be back. And and if he does go into broadcasting, it's not going to be until later down the line. But I will say it is telling. Because if he heard it through the grapevine, it means that people in the league are talking about it. And people in the league wouldn't be talking about it if it just – came out of nowhere. Right, right. I think there is truth to it. I think Sean does want to go to TV when it's all said and done. I heard him say that before um, in the past. 
So I think that is something he wants to do. I don't think it's this year. I still see the fire in his belly a little bit, bro. Like, yeah. you know, just seeing him, you know, do a little dance with CD dude. He's still he's still in this, bro. He's still in yeah. it. I think he still wanna figure it out and still wants to like you know, have a transit transition plan, you know, when he leaves. He doesn't just wanna leave it in shambles. I think he wants to at least try to figure this out and then punch out. You know what I'm saying? I also think that this incarnation of the Saints. So this this is going to go back to the 2017 draft class. I think he wants to see it through. And what I, what I mean by that is that draft class started something, right? And obviously yeah, Drew, yeah. Drew retired. And it's I the new window. It is. And I think he wants, and it goes back to this offseason, he wants to, whatever, he, got to, he has to figure out the offensive side of the ball. Because I feel like maybe he feels that he's like, shit, as a head coach, I kind of maybe let the rest of the team down. Because yeah. I, I myself, mis-evaluated what I sh- what I should be a specialist at. I hope he feels that way. <laughs> no, no, and Sean, he was like, "You just see what I just did to the Falcons? Shit! <laughs> about, about to about to bring fucking Simeon Seaman back and again, <laughs> bro. Although I will say that that fucking pass, Trevor Simeon through the. Trey Quan, bro. Woo. Oh man! But um, another blurb from that same article said that if if the Bears were to get rid of Ryan Pace, that it wouldn't be inconceivable that potentially Jeff Ireland could become the head coach of the Bears, and he would bring Dennis Allen with him to be. His head, the head coach of the Bears. Wouldn't that be some? Just can y'all just stop? Just, 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 just stop. What are y'all doing? <laughs> just trying to be like us, bro. Just, but you know that could come from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's Jeff Ireland. I know Jeff Ireland. When I've heard he has wanted to leave, not because he hates the Saints, but he wants to be the guy. Like right now, he's like. The GM, but still, Mickey Loomis is still considered the GM by everybody. You know what I'm saying? He wants to be the guy again, and uh, I think if that opportunity came up, he would, you know, he would go. And I think, you know, maybe him and him and Dennis Allen, you know, sitting at the little lunch table, or whatever. Like, man, look, break out this bitch, you hear me? If I get on, I'm gonna put you on too. You hear me? You know what I'm saying? Like, just you know how they do. So, you know, that could be something I could see happening. It'll be weird. Um, Especially for the Bears, it's like, oh my god, what the Bears stuff! Oh my god, they just—they just annoy me. Oh, um, oh, I can't. What? What? In my, in probably my top five teams, I hate the most. But and you know what happened is the Saints bring Ryan Pace right on back, baby. Stop it. Stop it. Come on home, baby. Homegrown talent, right there. Baby. <laughs> I would be so. <laughs> It would be the most appropriate thing ever to have the Saints needing to answer the quarterback position more than more than one of the, any teams in the NFL to bring back the guy who drafted Mitchell Trubisky 
top three in the draft, bypassing on Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, it, it, it would feel right, bro. I'm like, okay, I, at least I know that we will not get the quarterback position. <laughs> Fucking saw this offseason. Oh, I'd be so disgusted, bro. <laughs> I just want, you know, with the quarterback, I just want Sean to fall in love with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully it's the right person, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but look, Sean, you know, Sean has liked a lot of quarterbacks over the years, and most of them tend to be good, like the quarterbacks he's liked that we know of. You know, maybe this bullshit, maybe it's he just happened to like the guy that was good, you know, after the fact, whatever. But, you know, I think he does have an uh, eye for QB talent. Yeah, um, I mean, especially he, Tony Romo wanted to bring Tony Romo. Romo. Was gonna get Mahomes. Um, uh, you know, we we've heard about him, so we'll see, we'll see, bro. You know, and you know, I just hope they don't force the issue. Don't go in there saying we need to get a quarterback, and then force yourself to look at these quarterbacks like, ooh, you know, if I just uh-huh. manage this, and manage mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. then you're fucking up. You're yep. fucking up. You know, just go and get a guy that can come in. Doesn't have to start right away if we have to. You know, it's Jason, I mean, Jameis or bring back Simeon or whatever. But they need to just open it all up, bro. Like, they need to make a list of rookie, I mean, uh, not rookie prospects. They need to make a list of tradable asset quarterbacks. They need to make a list of free agent quarterbacks and just build the whole list, grade each one, and work from the top down. Say one is Aaron Rodgers. Can't trade for him. Okay, next. Russell Wilson. Can't trade for him. Next. You know, uh, I don't know, fucking Kirk. Oh. (laughs) Fucking Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins? Yeah, you know, you knock on the door, you know, I don't know, like, what would it cost? You you know, you just got to balance what's feasible, what it would cost and all that. What would would be the draft capital to trade for Kirk Cousins, bro? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Minnesota would want a load. Oh. Yeah, I just can't give a load for Kirk Cousins. I, I would give you a, I would give a second, and that's that is it. I give a first. I give him nineteen. I give him nineteen. I give him nineteen. But Kirk Cousins? Oh shit! We got a chance to do something next year. Then you going to get some wide receiver talent? I give him for nineteen. I just couldn't do more than that, bro. Yeah, bro, I don't know if I can. And I, I'm I'm a bigger Kirk fan. Than I'm just saying, you giving up a, a, a Saints first round pick? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. But Kirk covers who? Look, I I will look. I will run down all the problems with Kirk Cousins. I have no problem running them down. But he is a professional quarterback, slightly above mid range. Like they went nine and seven. They went nine and eight this year with. Say twenty second level quarterback and less, and okay. Kirk gives you kind, of, and Kirk gives you kind of fifteen, fourteen ish. Yeah, we play maybe better. I mean, because there's always a caveat with this team because you got to fix the offensive skill positions. You know, he, gotcha, he had just Jefferson Kirk, and all yeah, that. Yeah, Kirk on the just Justin yeah, Jefferson, yeah, KJ Jefferson. Osborne, Adam Thielen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like you breaking Kirk here to throw the bring Mark him here to throw. Halloween. Oh. So it's almost like, bro, like it's tough. 
it really might be an offseason where they just need to <laughs> and just get it ready, get the table set for anybody else that comes in. Yeah. I, I, we, we talked about this before of just – I think you saying – we talked about not forcing the quarterback in, in round one. Like, just build your team. Like, I would I would be ecstatic. Even if it's Jameis, Jameis back or whoever, if they were like to draft – let's just say – again, I, he, he's an easy person to use because I think he's someone that the Saints will like as a prospect. Just, just Chris Olave, bro. You throw Chris Olave in the offense round one. You get Jameis. You get Chris Olave. You know, AK. Like, just adding him feels like it just changes the offense completely, Same bro. Add maybe another little fourth round wide receiver that shows you a little something, maybe. Or, or, or tight end, or if tight end, go get uh, Galeski. You could get if you get. Gasecki and can draft Chris Olave and bring back Jameis. Like you can compete. I think you can compete, bro. It's not. It's not inconceivable to me. Go get a big running back. Got to, bro. Must. Don't. Don't. I, want I, don't, want, I don't want to see Tony Jones do it, bro. Tony Jones out, bro. I don't need no Tony Jones no more, bro. No time Jones. <laughs> not unusual. I don't need no more. <laughs> done with it um but it's gonna it's it is gonna be fascinating i think there's gonna be some wild things that's just gonna happen this first oh. week alone bro oh like, man like coach getting fired sounds like jim harbaugh gonna come through fucking harbaugh through. sniffing bro <laughs> they said he already filling out filling out a staff bro <laughs> what <laughs> he going to the raiders huh it, it, it seems likely that he's going. He would go to Oakland, and it sounds like if he goes to Oakland, that Mac May, or Mike Mayock will be out as GM, and maybe John, John Dorsey. It's just, That's it's just, just interest. Interesting shit has happened. This is kind of the most. I, I know the games are exciting, but for you and I, like this is this is the exciting part. Honestly, oh, yeah. this really is the exciting uh, part. Love it, man. Love the season. Team building. And then they got to fill the Jaguars. I love the Shout out the Jaguars, man. I love them. Love the clown faces. They they went up up, there and just upset upset the Colts. Just just to cause chaos. So let's go there and beat the Colts. (laughs) Can we also talk about the Colts traded a first round pick Mm, mm, mm. and a third round pick to the Eagles? It helped the Eagles clear a shit ton of cap space for Carson Wentz, who threw like three interceptions against the Jags today. <sighs> and the Colts, even with a historic season from their running back, will not be making the playoffs. Man. That to me, and I know, I know we have issues at quarterback. That, and I, I know, what, what can you do, bro? It's, it's already something cost fallacy, bro. You already gave yeah. a, a first and a third for Carson Wentz. <laughs> you, you don't bit that. You don't bit that bullet. <laughs> so he back again. You, you got no choice. Yeah. They, they ain't got a choice. They got to bring him back next season. They got to bring him back next season. Boy, Andrew Luck did that. <laughs> <laughs> 
fucking deluxe. Say, yo, y'all thought y'all had to figure it out for the next 20 years, huh? Shit. <laughs> Peace. Uh, it's, it's upon us. I don't want to, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, I'm not bearing the lead by saying this. The flight to, well, the flight to New Orleans is booked, and then I'm driving the rest to, to Mobile because the, the, the price price difference was astronomical. Um, the hotel in Mobile is booked. We going to the Senior Bowl. Me, yeah, I am not going to the Senior Bowl. I'm going to be there, bro. People DMing me, texting me, oh, you know, when you there, can you check out? I'm like, I, I can try, but shit, I'm going to be a, I'm gonna be finding Nemo, bro. Fish out of water. Just Fish out of water. I don't know what to expect. Like, try to bring my bring my notepad and make myself look official, writing some mm-hmm. notes down, doing practices. Just, it's, it's just going to be an experience, man. And one that, you know... I'm excited that that you and I will will get to enjoy, and we already trying to get we trying to get these draft credentials, bro. We're trying to get them. Yeah, we get if we get credentials to the draft in Vegas. Uh, we we doing a hashtag things Twitter fucking get together. If you if you want to come, shit, no, nothing would be greater than me and you being drunk in Vegas during the draft, and these fuckers. Fuck up that first round pick and it gets oh, video. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Nothing would be nothing would be better. So I know everyone, people who reached out that expressed thank you for the content that Ryan and I gave during the season, regular season. You know, you guys are welcome. We do this for our listeners, for the fans, because we're fans. Um but just because the regular season ended doesn't mean that we stopping. We're we not stopping anytime soon. Like, this is where shit really gets real. And we hope that as listeners, I know that no football games are being played. But we always notice that during the offseason, the, the, the downloads and the listens go down, right? Because there's no, there's no football going. At least there, there will be no Saints football. But we implore you to continue to listen to our content that we're going to be putting out during the offseason because that's when we shine the most, honestly. Yeah, not, like, yeah, us during the season is cool, but, like, this is this is our baby. Like, this offseason, free agency, Black Monday, the draft, this is when we, we go ham. And so we appreciate all the support. This season has been amazing, the growth that – our podcast has had during the season has been absolutely unreal. Didn't never, you know, saw it coming. Um, but we thank everyone who's been along for the ride, the jokes, the annoying things, any, everything. We, we really appreciate all our listeners. Um, if you support us on Patreon, thank you. If you don't, you've been a long time listener. If you want to support us on Patreon, become a Patreon um, our, our discord for all our Patreon, uh, donators has become a, a very hysterical, nice little niche group of guys <laughs> and gal. It. I love, it. I love um, it, man, because you can just talk about anything in there. Anything. Movies, saints, it doesn't matter. Cookie. Anything. Ooh, it's just a great, great group. So if you want to be a part of that, become a Patreon, you will shoot you a link to the discord. Um, and we got, you know, three, three weeks. I mean, the senior bowl starts the 31st of January, bro. It's, it's, it'll be here before we know it. Um, 
And so thank everyone for the support. It's been, it's been a, a wild ride this season, to say the least. I appreciate y'all, man. It's It's been a motherfucking ride. Um, it's just crazy, bro. It's crazy. That, you know, this is what we're doing right now. But uh, it's been enjoyable. It's been enjoyable. And, you know, it's, we picked the right moment for the Saints because I think the next year or two are going to be extremely fascinating mm-hmm. for this team. Yeah. It, it's it, oh, it's make a break. It's make a break. Like the, the future of the Saints this offseason, especially in this draft, is just going to be so crucial in regards to what, what happens. Because um, if you look at the windows, they had 06 to 2012. Um, then the new window, 2013 to 2017, which they squandered. Right. Um, 17 to 2020, uh, to 2020, you know, you already squandered that too. Uh, but they built, you know, they built a new core in that, in that era. So now you got this new window or you can extend that 2017 window, you know, to, you know, finally get that payoff, you know? So it's going to be interesting if they, if they can do it, man. They can. They got the defense to do it. They do. I say, I say maybe you can get two more years out this defense. Yes. If you, if you do it right. Yeah. If you, you know, yeah. you sign players and stuff like that, maybe you can get two more years out this defense. That's your window right there. Because, I, man, I was watching that Rams game and just watching it, and I was just like, man, if they beat the Niners – like this, we not might we might not win next week, but we gonna give these niggas hell, hell, bro, hell, man. <laughs> like we had no consistency to the offense, none, none, bro, none. It was just like, oh, like I, I don't know if our offense will be able to put up enough points, but I, I just, I liked our, I like, I loved the Saints' defense chances against anyone that they want to win up against in the playoffs. That's. That's a part of me that that gets annoyed that didn't they make it because out the matchup I wanted to see I'm on a lot, bro. I, I wanted to see that Marshawn or Cooper Cup, bro. Ooh, Need, I, I I needed to see it. I just I was like, could he? Can he do it? Like I, I know he did against Devontae Adams in Week One, and that was that was special. But can he can he do it against Cooper Cup all game? Like, you know, a just a monster boy, a couple of monsters. I know, man. I, I, that's why I want to see that. And I also want to see Donald against Ruiz. But anyway, um <laughs> <laughs> but just just thank our thank our fans, man. Just it's just wild that sometimes people will like add us on Twitter, like we're like like we cover the Saints, <laughs> like like we're beat reporters, and I'm just like, <laughs> please stop it. Like, like, <laughs> like I be wrong. I be wrong a lot. I get names wrong. I all kinds of shit wrong. Don't like. No, I don't cover the team. I don't. <laughs> this is just for fun and jokes and and just a, a weekly therapy session. And I saw the tweets. People thanking us. You know, just that they they came to that realization of just disconnecting and not having. Oh, that oh. makes me feel good every time I see them. Every That's- time, man. Every time. It's like you're freeing, freeing people from the Matrix, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, bro. 
Like Morpheus, man. Like, yeah, you, you know I haven't been on a recent uh, Matrix kick when Resurrection's coming down, bro. <laughs> Welcome to the real world. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't, these, these niggas don't affect me no more. That's just that wound, bro. Just, just breaking yeah. through it. Just feels feels good. Um, I, I I can tell by the timeline. Some people not there yet, man. They they was they was mad. At, they was mad at the Rams, bro. It was hot. Hey, but we we gonna be all right. <laughs> we gonna be all right. Um, so we'll be back. Not quite sure what our next episode will be. Uh, I, I, I am. Yeah, sometimes this week I am traveling. I'm traveling to Texas. Spend you know spend weekend you know with with grandma and. And hang out with my family. Obviously, we you know we're still you know healing as a family ourselves, and so I'm trying to for sure go back home more um, since the passing of my mom a couple of months ago, and be around my family and hang out with them some more. Because um, every time I go home, it's it's, it's healing and it's and it's in in its own way. So yeah, um, absolutely. So that said, we'll we'll, we'll we will record something this week. We'll put out an episode. So if we do that, we just hope that you guys will listen to it, even though it may not be Saints related. Um, and enjoy the playoffs. All these, all these fake bingo fans, though. I see y'all. I see y'all, including you, Ryan. <laughs> I'm in it. I'm out here, baby. It might end next week. Fuck it. <laughs> um, but but in, enjoy the playoffs as, as much as as much as we can because at the end of the day it's, it's fun to watch football. I don't care what your five says, man. It's just it's, yep. just it's just a fun game to fucking watch. So with that, we're gonna get out of here. Um, thank you for the support. It's been an amazing season. Um, we're not going anywhere. We're still gonna produce, put out content, work. This is now when we when we really start to work, and we will start that. So we'll be back this week. With that, we're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.